All right, what's up, fuckers? What's this it? is Jason Hampton. This is Josh Cox. What's up, shitheads? And welcome back to another exciting... Well, exciting. <laughs> okay, welcome back to another episode of Tales of a Shitty Indie Worker. Uh, coming to you a little late this week. Uh, we apologize for that little... few things happened last night. We weren't able to record... Uh, we did have a guest lined up, but some unexpected things happened with that guest, so we're going to... Yeah, he be... wasn't able to come. Drew Game was going to come over and hang out for a little bit, record with us, and uh, he had some personal things come up where he wasn't able to come over, and we delayed recording for a little bit, and then wound up helping doing some cleanup here around the house, and next thing we know, we were both tired as fuck, and... Yeah. So Both had to get up for work this morning, so we we're like, you know what? We'll just put it off and we'll record later. So, so guess it, what? It's later, you fuckers. It's all right, shithead. So today you're just going to get a uh, bullshitting segment with us. We're just going to talk about whatever the hell's on our mind. So you might not like it. You might like it. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll get back into it here in just a little while. First, we're going to throw it to the sponsor, Anchor. So enjoy this ad, and we'll be right back. Alright, you sons of bitches, we are back. Hopefully you enjoyed that commercial, but guess what? The fun doesn't end there, guys. I talked to a few of the promoters around here in the area, asked if there was anything we wanted, they needed us to plug for them, and uh, they got back. NGWA Professional Wrestling returns saturday june 13th at the subligna community center at 95 begonia drive in somerville georgia uh doors open at six bell time is at seven uh all seats five dollars i personally wrestle on this show josh has been invited to ref on that show so come on out support us support the show and for five dollars you're going to get some of the best wrestling that you're going to see in the state of georgia man so please do not hesitate to go check out this show you will not be disappointed and also uh talk to tyler down at rcw down in chatsworth he does not have any shows or dates as of now, but he had, they have new t-shirts available. So uh, $15, uh, sizes small through extra large. He said just hit them up on the RCW Facebook page. I do not know what that address is. That's the one thing I forgot to ask of him, but we'll have it on here next week. I'll plug the same stuff next week. So uh, definitely hit it up. RCW, damn good show down in Chatsworth. Uh, definitely go and check it out. Uh, two good shows here in the North Georgia area. Neither one too, you know, cost too much to get in. I think RCW was $10. So that's not too bad. There's not much you can do with a family of five for 50 bucks. So, no, sir. I think it's uh, for, for that amount of price. You're getting some good wrestling action, so don't be afraid to check those two shows out. Especially when RCW gets their dates, we will definitely let y'all know when their next show is coming up. Alright, so as I was saying on the intro just a little while ago, uh, tonight is just going to be... Well, it's just going to be pretty, pretty shitty. It's going to be shitty. Well, it's always shitty. This is a shitty fucking show. <laughs> but it's going to be more random than we probably would have liked. So we're not going to follow any kind of a timeline. We're not going to, you know, stay on a specific topic. We're probably just going to bounce around a lot and just, you know, kind of have, you know, some random stuff to talk about. So we'll get back into it, like you said, next week. Hopefully we'll get Drew on here and we can uh, record and get some uh, get some insight on his career and uh, what he's up to lately and uh, any upcoming shows that he might be wrestling on. Yeah, definitely. We'll get Drew in here. There's a few other... People who have hit me up that have listened was like, man, the podcast is great. When can I be on? I want to be on. So I know we got Zach Dye. He's wanting to come on the show. Yeah, uh, Zach if, Dye wants to come on. A uh, buddy of mine I talked about on last week's episode, John Williams. Uh, he's contacted me. Uh, I think he'd be good to have on. And actually, Saturday, this past Saturday, yeah, uh, Eli Thompson, my tag team partner, yeah, he wound up coming over to the house to do to cut some limbs down for us in the backyard 
and uh, we were gonna record with him get him on here and have it in the can to put on a future episode and it wasn't able to happen that day we had other things going on where we couldn't bust the recording out so Eli uh, he's wanting to come on so it'll be we've so, got a few we've got a, good, a, a few good episodes coming up here in the works soon so just bear with us endure some of our random bullshit segments and uh, we'll get you some some good guests here soon Alright, but we'll stick with the random bullshit, and first topic we'll go on is what is the most random thing you've seen at a local wrestling show? <laughs> Alright, I don't remember where it was at, but it was me and you ref- uh, me and you at a show, it was that, it was it for Stove Works or whatever. Oh god, that was the greatest fucking <laughs> That was the greatest show. fucking night ever. Okay, so, yeah. So... so it's like literally like they're wanting to, you know, raise money for whatever organization or company. It was a benefit show that uh, Chip Hazard contacted me and Eli for. Right. They did two matches. It was me and Eli against Chip and Talon. So the Hatriots against the Revival. Yeah. Or not the Revival, the <laughs> movement. <laughs> hey, 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 you can't use that. It's trademark. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Dude, don't, now we got to pay Vince. Don't sue me, Vince. Damn it, I've only made... 20 cents. <laughs> But yeah, it was, but yeah, it was us against the movement, and this place. Good lord, it was a, it was a benefit show. And how many different alcohol stations were at this like, show? Like at least four different stations. I mean, there were four different places to get beer. They had a, they a, had a bar. They had Loopy's Pizza truck trailer, outside. Truck outside supplying food. Oh my god! I and mean, like it was before one of the matches. It was really these two guys. I guess they're fresh adventures, maybe, but there's it was Bruno Mars versus Michael Jackson. Yes, it was a dance battle. It was a dance battle. It was yeah, it was no, it was Bruno Mars and Chris Brown. It oh yeah, Chris Michael Br- Jackson. It was Chris Brown. Yes, and they had a dance off right before. Good God, almost how could I forget about that show? Oh my God, there was so much different stuff going on. They had the alcohol, the dance. They had they had a costume contest. We had an arm wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. They had a yes, an arm wrestling tournament that Eli actually won. <laughs> it, it came down to him and the damn pinata. I, I almost put my money no, in the no, pinata. it wasn't against him and the pinata. It wasn't the pinata. No, though it was him against the woman in the finals, though. Right, yes. And uh, I could have sworn she was dressed like a pinata, though. No, the the woman before that was dressed as the pinata. Because okay. I took a picture with a pinata head on my head and sent it to Jennifer. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, uh, no, it was against that real short haired oh, blonde real, lady. That real, yeah, that real, real muscular, muscular. and everything. Yeah. Yes, and they're going, you know, back and forth. Well, not really back and forth. Eli pretty well had it under control. He's just about to beat her, and she just like lets go and grabs Eli and <laughs> like pulls him in and kisses him on the forehead. Eli's like, "Did I just fucking win or what? <laughs> Where's my money?" And so we like finished. We would finish our match, or before I get to that, like I mean, of course there was alcohol, so of course they were drunk. But I'm telling you, I've never seen a crowd of people get into a wrestling match like these people did. Oh, they were. It was the easiest crowd to work because they weren't a wrestling crowd. This was. It was a benefit show for Stove Works, which is something here in the Chattanooga area. Yeah. I'm not still 100 percent sure what it was. What yeah, it was. I'm not for sure either. But they had, Lord, they had a whole bunch of different art displays. They had couches. They yeah. had, you know. <laughs> the little VIP the, area. Yeah, the VIP section was a couch and a coffee table. table. <laughs> and, like, literally, and, and like a plastic bucket with, you know, like where you could, on, on ice, where you could put your, uh, your alcohol, your vodka, your liquor, whatever you bought for your bottle service. Guys, to tell y'all how easy this crowd was. Uh, when Talon and I were circling the ring to start the match, Talon cuts a forward roll and they pop. <laughs> and I'm out there and, you know, we're supposed to be badass, but I'm like, okay, this isn't a wrestling crowd, so the badass thing isn't going to work. I'm going to throw a little comedy in right here. And I tell Talon, hey, I can fucking do that. And I do the most basic, generic, looking like a damn two-year-old doing a somersault roll. And they popped huge, laughed, and we got into the match from there. It was great. 
Oh yeah, and I was the I, I was there's only two matches and I ref both of them of course, and they they was just so into it. Like after the matches, we went outside, you know, cool off because you know it was really hot in that building, so we went outside to cool off. And there's some of the fans coming up to us, we're like, Man, the way y'all y'all sell all this stuff, the way your body language is so incredible. There y'all were people take theater classes. Yeah, they were asking us if we did, if we were to, if we took theater classes, if we were actors, did we take did we go to acting school and everything and. I'm, I'm like, no, I'd, I'd probably be a lot better if I went to acting school, <laughs> right? You know, it's like the people don't realize how how innovative and how hard it is to do stuff like this. How to how to sell yourself? I was like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know, we appreciate it. We were stinking them and everything. Of course, majority of them were drunk, but they always say, you know, a drunk person is a truthful person. So you never know. I mean, we was you know grateful for the compliments they were giving us. But is that why when you get drunk, you tell me you fucking hate me? I never have said that. Oh, okay. Never have I ever used that. I remember coming into the door one time after you'd gotten off work, and I was about to, it was two hours before I had to be at work. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm drunk as shit. Here, take this shot with me, Jason. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, let me get in the fucking door. No, and that was me coming in from wrestling, and you didn't oh, have to work the next day. That was, well, shit, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was such a fun night. Man, I don't know. Yeah, that's one of those nights. If they ever do another show, I want to fucking go. Oh, absolutely! I will go to that show again. I mean, even if I just, even if I'm just ring crew and help set up, because hell, not only were they they supplied us free pizza, they had waters for us, they had cokes for us. Yeah, and I went down there. I was like, man, each station. Each of the alcohol stations would have gave us at least two free drinks. Yeah, when I went up there, I was like, I was like, I was looking for something to drink, and I was like, man, I wish I had enough money for uh, for some beer. Like, oh, you want something to drink? I was like, oh, I ain't got no money, man. He's like, oh man, performers drink for free. I was like, shit, (laughs) give it to me, (laughs) give me one. I still think the funniest thing from that whole night is uh, one of the guys that were there. I'm not gonna name names. Uh, you ain't got, there's not that many people there. Well, there were a bunch of people there, and there were workers there that didn't work. Uh, okay. So, I'm not going to go through a list of who all was there, and I'm not going to name the names. Yeah, you ain't got to. But, uh, they were hung up on this one girl that was there. I mean, hung up on her, just kept, you know, following her around, talking to her, trying to get, you know, trying to get her to get drinks for him and everything. I mean, it was... I mean, lost puppy dog almost following her around. Yep. Talking about how hot she was. He's like, man, she's fucking gorgeous. Look at that. Oh, my God. And the night gets later on, and she starts getting hot, and she took her jacket off that she had on, and she had more hair under her arms than I do. And they saw that, and they're like, fuck that. I'm going somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we didn't even get into the damn... I don't know if you would even call it music afterwards. Oh, the band. What? Oh, my God. Well, the two different bands that went on after the wrestling was over, and it was only two matches, but, hell, those two matches, it was 11 o'clock before they were over. Two bands played for an hour apiece. And, like, they were setting all this stuff up. Like, we took the ring down. Like all No, we took the ropes ropes down. With the ropes and the turnbuckle down, and there was just the ring mat, and, like, they're setting all the stuff up in there. And it's so off-centered, and it's so unaligned. It's like, it's just an accident waiting to happen, and some shit's about to explode or something. It and was it was almost 2 a.m. before we could even start tearing the ring down. Yeah, like, we got home at, like, I want to say, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the but morning. But, to their credit and to their benefit, one, they gave us free bottles of Coke and alcohol to bring home. And two... Everybody that was there tried to help and grab stuff to take to yeah. the ring trailer. Yeah, even people that was just sitting there watching or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they those, even helped. So. I mean, everybody that was drunk was like, "Hey, I ain't carry that for you." I can't. <laughs> just don't hit me <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know what they're playing. Like, I will sit there and listen to a ten-minute song, no problem. But for this. 10 minute it was like the same three chords it was no shit it was pink floyd meets screamo meets death metal and i don't care if you're a fan of all three of the combination but together that's like cringing in your ears i mean like we were putting literally we there was some i think we found like uh oh, we were finding earplugs we found earplugs everyone we were just putting them in the ears and uh 
one of the guys that was there, he does security for some of the local shows. He was there and he had his uh, son and daughter. They were staying up in the locker room. Well, after the show was over and the music started, his son woke up because the kids had both fell asleep. Right. Once the music got started in that band, that kid came down the stairs where the locker room was and just looked and had this dazed look on his face. And he's, God, seven, eight years old. Yeah. And I swear to God, if you could read his mind, he was thinking, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> what the hell woke me up? <laughs> Damn. I mean, it was bad. But yeah, that was a good one. Hell, I was just going to go with... Uh, you remember Johnny Blaze down at TWA? Oh, yeah. Did you ever see his other gimmick? He did Shorty. Oh, I heard of it, but I've never seen it. Okay, Shorty was great. He was Eugene before Eugene was. Oh, okay. Uh, he was special. He wore a mask. And he would come out, and the group he was a part of was a heel group. But he was babyface as shit because, of course, being the special character. Yeah. He would come out, he would walk out, you know, hey everybody, then he would stop and he would go back to the back, their music would stop, and all of a sudden, insert popular WWE wrestlers music would start playing, and Shorty would come out of the back holding that wrestling figure and doing all their stuff. That is great. Like, if he was carrying a Stone Cold figure, he was flipping birds and oh hell yeah and getting in the ring and acting like he's drinking a beer and giving the damn figure a stunner. That is awesome. Uh, Hulk Hogan, he would come out doing the, you know, the, cupping the, the ear, ear, the hey, let me hear, <laughs> acting like he's ripping the shirt, doing the, you know, Hogan must pose shit. Uh, dropping the leg drop on the figure. I mean, whatever figure he came out with, that's what he was doing. That is, that's pretty clever. I mean, it got <laughs> over huge. I mean, so huge. The first time I saw it, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, this is kind of stupid. And then the more I watched it, the more I'm like, this is fucking genius. <laughs> yes. I mean, you get two characters out of the guy. You get Johnny Blaze and you get Shorty. He's a damn good worker. Yeah, really damn good worker. And, I mean, he's one of the nicest guys I think I've ever met. I still I still try any time I've ever worked him. I've tried to make him break every time. And I succeeded once. Wow. It was a battle royal. We were, you know, everybody just beating everybody. I had him in the corner. I'm giving him a couple back elbows in the corner. I give him one. He kind of slumps down. I give him another, and I slump down and sit on his leg. Like I'm sitting on his lap in the corner of the ring. And I look at him, and I say, Santa Claus, for Christmas, I want a pony. That's <laughs> <laughs> He starts laughing uncontrollably, drops his head, shakes his head, and he says, You asshole, louder than hell in the middle of Doug's ring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were both going to get our asses kicked, or at least have a talking to by Peggy, but he just said, What happened? I said, I made him laugh. <laughs> and all was forgiven there. Got a round of applause on everything. Exactly, exactly, man. It was a. Uh, yeah, that was a fun night. Yeah. Have, okay, now, we kind of talked a little bit about some crazy shit. What's the biggest regret you have in the wrestling business? The biggest regret I have. Honestly, the biggest regret I do have is probably not giving myself the chance to see if I can actually go through the rest of my wrestling. I It was a multitude of different things. Like I talked about in another episode, you know, it was work. It was not wanting to be disrespectful and take a spot and make it seem like that I should have been owed something. I had a bunch of different reasons why I quit and, you know, made the transition to refing and other stuff. And maybe it's just, maybe I felt like I might have been better in a different role, such as refing, commentating, or managing. So. Well, I'll be honest, you are a damn good ref. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm not saying this blowing smoke up your ass. I'm not trying to blow smoke up any promoter's ass, but book this son of a bitch. Uh, him and I have a shared Twitter account that we started just for this that we take bookings on too. 
Plug the Twitter, Josh. At shit underscore indie 83. That's right. <laughs> at shit underscore indie 83. Uh, follow us. Like us. Retweet us. It'll be worth it. I get on there a lot and just post random funny shit. Uh, I comment random funny shit on things. I'm always on there checking through stuff, looking at different people to follow, you know, you know, looking at different shows and promoters, anything that we can find to, you know, just get our names out there and just get in contact with people to say, hey, we're here. And if you are a Russian bot and you try to follow us, please don't do it. And if you are a, quote, supermodel with a generic picture off of Google asking us to look at your webcam show, we are going to block you. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need, we don't need any of that on our page. Unless you offer us free food or free alcohol, we're not going to accept it. Free food, free alcohol, or bookings. That's what yes. we're on Twitter for. Yes. <laughs> All right. FBB. Food, bookings, beer. Not uh, necessarily in that order. Yeah. I mean, bookings, then food and beer. Hot dog and a handshake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That kind of leads into my biggest, one of my biggest regrets in wrestling. Sick, we confirmed Ah, good segue. Uh, yeah, I asked you what your biggest regret was. Uh, not following through or trying. You know, that's understandable, but you have transitioned into a damn good referee. I appreciate uh, that. Man, no, you don't have to thank me for anything. If I'm going to tell you something, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, hell, there's no point in lying. Yeah. If you suck, I'm going to tell you you suck. You need to fucking quit. But no, it's not like that. Hell, I've told people in training that I was helping train, look, you, this might not be for you, buddy. Yeah, you might want to take a different avenue, man. I mean, I'll train you. I'll keep training you, but... Nah, if I don't see, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any improvement. I don't see any, I don't see any, anything right now. You're still learning how to take a back bump properly, and you've been training for six years. You need to fucking give it up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. All right, well, let's lead into your, uh, what's your biggest regret? Not knowing more. Elaborate. Okay. I told you about my first year on last week's show. Yep. Uh, first year, that show, no one ever got paid, ever. It was a little shit show, so, you know, that's no surprise that you're not getting paid oh, on yeah. that show. <clears throat> Understandable, yeah. Uh. At the most, I think the most people I ever saw in that building was about 75, 80 people. Still a pretty decent crowd, though. Decent crowd, but they only charged $5 a ticket. I don't know how many of that was family. Right. So even at 80 people, $5, that's only $400 for that week. They had to pay rent, concession, all that shit. So, understandable, they didn't pay. I didn't care. I was, you know. Just looking for the experience. I was new, just started. Fast forward, I leave from GXW from my first year, and I transition over to UEW. Right. The original UEW. <coughs> sorry. Uh, what are you sorry about? Quit coughing on the fucking podcast. That's uh, rude and disrespectful. Well, I'm fucking sorry. What you going to do? Hold my coughing and fucking blow a lung or something? That would be amazing to sit here and watch, yes. Continue. Gladly. I transitioned to the new UEW, or the old, the original UEW. I'm sorry. Why are you laughing? <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm a deadpan asshole, and it made him laugh. I'm sorry, guys. That was my fault. If, if, if only you could see. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. UEW. Okay. Yeah, I go to UEW, and that was one place. They had bigger crowds. They didn't pay a lot. Uh, I remember the first time I got paid, the guy that was running the show at the time, after uh, Terry Pollard, who I told you, he kind of started the show, when he kind of phased out. Uh, one of the guys that took over after one night of a particularly good crowd comes out, and he's got a stack, you know, eh, yay big of, you know, 
dollar bills and he's going off to everybody one two three one two three i got paid three dollars that was my first payday in professional wrestling was three dollars <throat> and that was one of those he handed me the money I'm like what's this for he's like you wrestled didn't you well yeah you saw me wrestle i know you were sitting there okay that's what it's for I never got paid before. I'm like, okay, sweet. So, fast forward a little bit. Uh, where I'm now tagging with Jerry Anderson. Woody has helped us get a sweet gig at NACW. It was a small, well not small, it was a short-lived show out in North Carolina. Uh, go out there, I think it was every... Every third week, maybe, we'd go out there. Right. <clears throat> uh, they filmed two or three weeks worth of TV each time. Uh, it was shown on that College Sports South channel that used to come on. Okay, yeah, I know what you're Okay, that thing, that channel was on in 27 different states around the country. It's pretty good. The fact that I didn't know any better... And at the time, Jerry didn't know any better. We fucked our spot up on that show. Hmm. We go out there. The first round of tapings. Everything's cool. Everything went good. Uh, we did two matches. Did two matches against two of their bigger tag teams that were out there. Went under on both of them. Of course, you know, we're the new guys, guys. coming in. The next round of tapings, we go out there, uh, go through the tapings. First set of tapings, we lose the match. Second set of tapings, uh, I can't, I want to say we were working the Infernos, is what they called themselves. A couple uh -huh. hooded guys. Well, they go through, and the finish was uh, one of them hit, I think it was hit me with a chain. Pin me, one, two, three, tuck the chain under their, I think, right arm to hide it from the referee. They're raising their left arm up. Yay, we won the match. The ref comes, grabs the right arm, raises the right arm up. The chain falls out. So immediately, the ref sees the chain. Hey, did you, of course, the mask guy, no, 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 shaking his head, waving his hands, no, no, no. The ref looking at the crowd. Did he? Did he yeah. Restart the match immediately. Jerry's right there. Rolls the guy up. One, two, three. We win. Huge pop. I mean, this crowd was going crazy. Ate it up. Nice. Loved it. Uh, we get back there. The guy that's running the show was like, "Hey, man, great job. You know, you guys did great. This was the same show that uh, White Lightning Tim Horner was walking around before the show." Comes up to me and Jerry. He's like, hey, you guys. I watched y'all on TV. And we're both looking at each other like, we used to watch this motherfucker on TV. And he's telling us he watched us on TV. Wow. Uh, Ricky Morton was one of the commentators on for the broadcast. Nice. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty big pretty time stacked. good yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we get to the back. The promoter, like I said, you know, hey, good job, guys. You know, great crowd reaction. We loved it. Hands us our pay envelope. He hands us one envelope to split between the team. Well, Jerry and his wife were leaving right then. I rode up at this point. Hell, I'm still... I don't think I was 19 yet. I think I was still 18. Right. So, of course, I had my parents who drove out there with me. So I'm like, here, let's split our money up open our envelope right there, split the money, I hand him his half, I take my half, put it in my pocket. Uh, next round of tapings start to come up, and I notice we didn't get the phone call to go. I'm like, okay, well, maybe they got something. So, the next round comes, we don't get a phone call. Like, well, what the hell? Well, <clears throat> Woody winds up coming to UEW a couple weeks after, like, I said, hey, Woody, what's up, man? He's like, what the fuck did y'all do that for? I'm confused, obviously. I'm confused as shit. Me and Jerry look at each other like, what the hell did we do? 
He said, why did you open your pay envelope in front of the whole locker room? I said, we didn't. I said, they, he said, did you, open your pay, did you open your pay in the back? Yeah. Then you opened it in front of the whole fucking locker room. Everybody there knew what you made. You guys were making more because y'all were coming from further away. So the local guys that saw how much you made got pissed, complained. That's why y'all haven't been brought back. Oh, damn. So we got fired because we opened our pay envelopes not knowing not to open them because I had never done a show where I got paid more than $3. <laughs> so. I mean, so you, you wasn't smarting up on that, so you, you, you had no idea you wasn't doing anything Like wrong. I said, no idea. That's my biggest regret is not knowing more and being like, well, fuck. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because there's no telling what would have happened there. I mean, it might not have led to much. But it definitely uh, could have been a good bit. Well, it was me, Jerry, Drew Delight, and Rush. Uh, the four of us were going out that way, doing the shows. Uh, Rush and Drew were doing singles. Drew wound up, he was their heavyweight champion. Me and Jerry, I don't think... I don't know. I'm not going to say we would have got a run with their tag titles or anything. But the reaction we got that night when we went over, there weren't very many other baby tag teams. So we probably would have got at least in the hunt for them. Right. Being on a, you know that big of a TV channel at that young of an age would have been good experience for me. You know, trying to move forward doing anything like that. So it's just one of those, God, I wish I would have fucking knew. Right, exactly. So, anybody listening out there, if you get a pay envelope, put it in your fucking bag. If there's two people, go outside and then split the money up. Yeah, you know, it's common bag. sense now because I know better. At the time, didn't know shit. So, if I can put any advice, it would be that. Well, that's the first piece of advice I could give. Huh. First piece of advice I can give is something that I was taught from day one when I was training. It's when you go back to a locker room, when you get there, you shake everybody's hand. You say, hello, how you doing? Introduce yourself. And when you leave, you shake everybody's hand. Yes, shake hands when you show up or at least say hi if you don't, you know, if people don't want to shake hands. At least offer a handshake yeah. if they don't want to show, shake your hand. Yeah, show some form of respect. Don't snub anybody in the locker room. That's a good way to get yourself, you know. And until you know better, sit down and shut the fuck up. Yep. Like if a veteran's coming up to you and trying to explain some stuff to you, listen to him. If somebody comes up and tries to want to talk over a match with you, doesn't matter how long you've been in the business, how long they've been in the business, listen to their ideas. Don't just say, no, I want to do this. Yeah, because you never know what that could lead to. I mean, hell, listen. The last match I had before all this shit happened was me and Zach die. Yeah. And that was a Goddamn such good match. A damn good match. He is such a good worker. He is getting so good. That was such a good match because neither one of us tried to take the lead. Well, I mean, I based I took the lead, but I didn't say this is what we're doing. Right. Zach's like, I want to get this in. I want to get this in. I want to get this in. And so we both, you know, sitting there coming up with different shit. How to throw those spots in? How to do this? How to do that? Help my favorite spot in the whole fucking match. My two favorite spots. Uh, one, it was his hope spot. Yeah. Uh, he fires up on me, gets me back into a corner, whips me across. Uh, gives me a just a little avalanche in the corner. He goes, hits the ropes as he's coming back. I run off, hit him with a damn uh, sick kick. And it looked nasty as fuck. The way he bumped it, folded up. Oh, yeah. You heard people in the crowd go, oh, shit. Like, a literal a literal gasp. Like, oh, God. He just really hit that kid. He really got him. And the other one is Zach hits me with a fucking, like, V-trigger style knee. Right. Uh, it's on his comeback as we're working towards going home where we're both hitting big moves and big moves. He hits his comeback. I feed up into a corner. <coughs> he goes again to try to do the avalanche. Well, I just kind of tuck out of the way. He uh, he Bret Hart's the buckle, you know, chest first. I go back elbow to his back. Do the little Samoa Joe falling Pele kick in the corner. 
and then pull him out like I'm going to roll him up. When I do the pull out like I'm going to roll him up, he rolls all the way through. I'm still down on my hands and knees from where I'm trying to do the roll up. He's on his feet, hits me with a V trigger right there. Nice. Yeah, he hits it. He bumps down doing the, I'm so exhausted I can't fucking move. I do the, holy shit, he just need me in the side of the fucking face. <laughs> we both get to lay there for a second, catch our breath again from him doing his big spots and me having to sell him. I mean, it was, it was a damn good match. It was a damn good couple of sequences and those spots, you know, I didn't know he was doing a V-trigger. I had no idea. So I didn't know to, you know... Turn your face. I didn't know to try to get it. No, I knew to turn my face. He told me we had the spot worked out. I didn't know that he was doing it before we started talking over the match to even try to incorporate that in. Gotcha. <clears throat> but I'm just like, man, do it this way. Try this. What do you think about that? How about this? So, I mean, listen to people's ideas. Don't just go in there thinking, I know everything. I know better than this person. I know better than that person. Yeah, because there's one thing that I was always also told by my trainer when I was training is I want you to look at me and if you're ever in this time that you're doing this business think you know everything quit right now because you don't there's yeah. always time to learn more Woody told me that he said if you think you know everything you need to fucking quit so yeah that's definitely listen keep your mouth shut figure out you know listen to other people Respect don't go in don't go into a brand new show and be a total dick. Respect your veterans. Even if they don't deserve respect, show them a little bit. I mean, there are some people out there that are complete fucking assholes and waste of skin in this business. <clears throat> but you go in there and you still, hello sir, how are you, shake their hand and then go wash your hands immediately after to get that filth off of you. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be... Because all it takes is one person to say, oh, he's a disrespectful asshole. Don't we don't want him, him around. Don't. Exactly. And it takes one person. Word of mouth gets around to other shows and other promoters. And like a better term, you're blackballed. Yeah. And, hell, I've... I don't think I'm actually blackballed from this show. But uh, this can go into another regret... I guess you could say. I don't do like I did to this show and cancel the last minute. Uh, we talked about RCW earlier. And uh, Tyler that ran RCW, man, me and him got to where we were talking, you know, two, three days a week, texting back and forth and everything. Right. And the first time... The first time I had to cancel, uh, I canceled on a Friday night. It was the night that yours and Jen's grandmother died. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, I got the news. I got the news as I was leaving Chip show that she had passed. So I called Tyler that night. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry I have to do this and told him what happened. He's like, man, I completely understand. Don't worry about it. Well, about... When was that that she passed? What month was it? In September. September. Well, about a month and a half later, middle of November, uh, I wound up canceling on him again last minute. Uh, this time, it wasn't as good of an excuse, but it was one of those... It was an opportunity for me too good to pass up. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm a huge Tennessee Volunteers football fan, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and one of my bosses at work calls me and he's like, Hey, I've got season tickets that I'm not going to be able to use for the game coming up this Saturday. Uh, do you want those tickets? Uh, yeah. He said, there's 17 rows up off the field. I'm I'm sorry, wrestling show or not, 17 rows off the field at Neyland Stadium is one of the 
it was amazing. I mean, good God, it was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. The, I've been in the same. I know I'm not a big Tennessee fan, but the energy that you feel in that crowd when you're at a game, man, it's it's feeling. It's not you, that you could replicate, man. It's so such energy in that building, well, man. Full disclosure, it was a Tennessee-South Carolina game from this past season. Uh, Tennessee, South Carolina had a decent team, but Tennessee was getting better every week, and everything just clicked for them that night. And I went, uh, Ben Thrasher actually went to the game with me. And I told him, I said, you know, all the games I've ever been to at Neyland Stadium, I've never seen Tennessee lose. I said, but I think they might lose this one. And then they got in there, and like I said, they were hitting on all cylinders, man. It was touchdown, block punt for a touchdown. I mean, everything. It was... Hell, the stadium was shaking. I was I was taking video and sent to Jennifer for her to see. You know, just the crowd, the energy and everything. And I had my hand sitting on the rail. And it was so loud that it was vibrating my hand on the rail. Damn. I mean, it was... It was fucking awesome. But, uh... Yeah, I still... I still regret not going to RCW that night just because, you know, we were booked. He had a flyer out. We were on the flyer for that night. So I felt bad for not going. Of course. But, I mean, like I said, I didn't really want to pass the Tennessee game up. So I definitely regret not going because, hell, RCW, their show was building up then. And now it's... It's probably... If not the best, it's one of the top two shows in this area. Agreed. I mean, just from the stuff that I've seen them, that they're doing, I mean, the guys they've got down there, they got a good group of guys. Never been to RCW, but, you know, you know, you see the posters, you see the fires. Yes, such great workers, such good show. I mean, the last show that I was actually down there that I wrestled on... Uh, Matt Sells was there. Nice. And Matt Sells, he's been all over AEW the past few weeks. You know, because of all the tapings they did and right. the same, and everything. I mean, he's been all over AEW. He's a damn good, damn good worker and funny ass dude. Yeah, so great, great opportunity he's been getting. So, congratulations to him. So yeah, don't make the same mistakes I did, kids. Don't open your pay envelopes and actually go to shows if you if you tell these people you're going to be there. And at the very least, if it comes down to travel issues or transportation issues, you got people's phones, text them up, hey, can I jump in the car with you if I help with gas? Yeah, definitely. And if you ride with somebody, throw in, pitch in. Yeah, pitch in something pitch in that's another thing uh hell i went on i went on a road trip with woody me and him we just went it was a overnight one quick show we went to north carolina i rode with him yeah got out there and i don't know do you ever meet randall brown doesn't sound familiar okay randall brown uh promoted out in north carolina forever great dude he uh he had a lot to do with high spots. I don't know if he actually ran it or oh. if he just built rings for them or what. But he had a lot to do with high spots. And I get out there and I do the show. And uh, that's back when they were selling those real damn good AMA knee pads. And uh, Randall tells me, he's like, Hey, if you want, uh, I see you got some shitty knee pads. I'll give you a pair of AMAs instead of you pay for the show. Hell, the AMAs were more than what I was going to make for going out there doing the show. Right. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll take those. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And then it dawns on me. Shit, that means I ain't got no money to do Woody. So, yeah. And so but I did wind up... Uh, I think I bought a meal for him on the way back or on the way there or something. But And since we're going uh, on do's and don'ts of what to do in the business, remember the first time I got on a road trip with the boys? It was actually the first time I met a lot of people. Uh, it was me, Adam Couch, 
Tristan and Chad because they were, and Corey died that was doing the True Italians uh, stable at the time. That was the first time I met Adam and where he was going to NWA in Atlanta. They had, all had a tremendous shot at, at, a, at a booking. So we get down there. Uh, Corey had a sink. Corey was in a battle royal. Chad and Tristan were in a tag, I believe. And Adam's going out there to manage them. Guys, if you're working a show with NWA attached to it, do not be disrespectful. I'm not going to name names, but after this match, something didn't go right in the match that was supposedly planned, and a worker goes back to the back and thinks it was smart for them to cuss out the promoter, get pissed off about what another worker had done to them in a match, and said that it was shitty for him to get treated the way he did. Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm not. And not only did he fuck up his spot, he fucked up spot for two other people as well. Yeah, you don't do shit like that. I mean, and there's more than I could say because that, you know, I've got a lot of regrets in wrestling, honestly. But we will, we won't keep y'all too long because we've already talked. Hell, by the time everything's said and done and we finally say goodbye, it'll be almost an hour, so. Yeah. We'll kind of split this up. Maybe we'll talk about more regrets in the next episode or something. Yeah, might do an episode on the do's and don'ts but, of the uh, business. Stuff like that, you know. We'll get into it. Don't fuck shit up for other people. No, don't. I mean, definitely. If you're going to... If you want a bitch... Bring him to the side one-on-one or something. But do it in a respectful manner. But and if don't go back there cussing and just be like, Hey, was this... What was supposed to have happened here? Did I mess something up or was I off or... What happened? You know, get some answers. Don't just go in there and start cussing up a storm. Exactly. Because you don't want to fuck shit up for other people. Yeah, because if, if you're riding with a bunch of guys and you're you're doing this, that, and the other, and then they say, who's this, who's this fucker? Who's this, who is this disrespectful asshole with? Okay, well, you know what? Let's, all three of y'all, y'all done. Don't do that. Don't ruin a spot for somebody else. And if you do happen to ride with someone to a show and you want to go back to that show... Make sure you get the promoter's phone number or the promoter has your phone number or some way to get in touch with them. And one of the biggest things is like you want to get experience, especially if you're new in the business. If you ain't got a chauffeur or booking, hop in a car with somebody and bring your gear. You never know who might call. And do not go to a wrestling show without your bag. Because you never know. Somebody might call out, might be late. Somebody might have a football game to go to and they can't wrestle that night. And next thing you know, hey, you got your gear? Yes, I do. All right, your books. Come on, let's go. But yeah, definitely take your bag, get the promoter's phone numbers, because that happened to me with another show. I rode up, rode to a show with Brad Cash. I'm not gonna name drop the show, but it's a it's a pretty big show. Oh yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. That sure I do. Get up there and hell, I had a good time at the show. It was a great. As a matter of fact, the same person that fucked up that NWA spot, same person fucked up their book in there, and they ended up calling you. Oh, well, then I know exactly who you're talking about now. But, yeah, I get up there. I had a great fucking time. Great show. Uh, some of the guys that I got in, that I, you know, met up there, I'm like, yeah, man, we'll hang out at the next show. There was actually one guy who lived in Cleveland, Ohio. There was season tickets, had season tickets to the Browns. Oh, man, don't get me started with the Browns, man. And again, football, I'm a huge Cleveland Browns fan, even though I live in southeast Tennessee. Long story, not really. My last name's Brown. I saw it when I was a kid. I'm like, I like them now. <laughs> and I just kind of stuck with them. But I meet this guy. He's from Cleveland. He's like, yeah, man, dude, you're cool as shit. Is one of the guys that I worked. He's like, man, you're cool as shit. Uh, man, anytime you want to come up, he said, hell, come up football season. We'll do a show. He said, we'll do a show Friday night. Do a show Saturday night. We'll go to the fucking game on Sunday. My dad's got season tickets that he never uses. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go. First Energy Stadium, baby. And Brad's like, hey, man, you ready to go? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get out of here. And uh, hell, I got to talk to one of my kind of childhood heroes that actually ran the show because 
you know, got to talk about another one of my childhood heroes that had passed on that he was friends with. So that was, you know, a blast for me. And I never got phone numbers. They never got my number because they're like, oh, yeah, just ride up with Brad again. And then Brad wound up kind of getting out of it or slowing down or whatever he wound up doing when it came to wrestling. And right. I never made it back up there. Well, I think we've uh, talked your heads off enough for the night. It's been pretty shitty, so uh, we'll go ahead and get ready to start signing off. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead and... S- oh, damn. What the hell just happened there? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a throw detector. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and sign off here. Uh, hell, we only got about ten more minutes before this thing will cut me off anyway. Yeah, we don't want to have that happen again. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah, for last week's episode, if it seemed rushed and abbreviated when I was on there talking, it's because it was. Uh, Apparently, this thing has a maximum recording time per segment of 60 minutes. And And I talked for about an hour and 20 before I even checked the time. So I had to go through, deleted that, and wound up just recording some shit quick, skipped over some stuff. Uh... Like, the short-lived wrestling career of my younger brother. Ah. So... We're going to have to use that for a later date. Maybe. I will talk about that at a later date. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to do a couple more plugs, and we're going to get out of here. Just remind everybody that NGWA is having their first show. First show back is, uh, what, June 13th? June 13th. 95 Begonia Drive in Somerville, Georgia. Tickets $5. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. So... And- Hell, they're done and out of there nine thirty, ten o'clock most nights. So you've still got a pretty good, still got a good night ahead of you. And I'm, I may be reading an old flyer, but I don't know if these guys are still. Nah, working. that's an old flyer. That's the okay. February flyer. He just sent that to me for the address. Okay, so I'm, I won't plug these guys. Yeah, in. don't plug the guys. The Hatriots will be there. That's the only thing I know for sure we can plug. Right, and RCW has new shirts available, fifteen dollars from small to extra large. So hit up. Uh, the RCW Facebook page and they will hook you up. Well, alright, guys. Uh, Hell, we talked enough. We'll talk to y'all fuckers again next week. See you Uh, later, shitheads. uh, Once again, I'm Jason Hampton. I'm Josh Cox. He is Josh Cox because he sucks Cox. (laughs) (laughs) My last name is Brown. I'm going to be a Browns fan. I ain't said that joke in a long time. Okay, but seriously, uh, Twitter, at shit underscore indie 83. If you want to book us, if you just want to drop us a line and say, hey, we like the podcast. Uh, Actually, that happened today. Oh, really? Uh, Somebody, just random, I think it said they were from Mississippi. I had resent the podcast out yesterday. Okay. And uh, they tagged it, replied to it. Hey, great listen. If y'all get a chance, you know, just telling other people, hey, if y'all get a chance, listen to this show. So Sweet. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I can't remember who the fuck it was. Thank but you, thank you, man. Thank you very much for that. Uh, so, at shit underscore Indy on Twitter. Once again, he's Josh. I'm Jason. And fuck you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Yay!